Respectfully Disagree podcast. About to change it up today, man. We're going to try something different. Um, it's a lot that's been on my mind here lately, so um, I'm still going to, you know, do the same format as usual. Um, if people have anything they want to discuss, fun topics, current events, things that's bothering them, then feel free to reach out to me and we'll jump on the mic and we'll do an episode like we've always done. But um, I think I'm going to start doing little segments and I'm going to title it Thinking Out Loud. And more or less is just for me personally, just to try to, you know, get some of my thoughts out and hopefully, you know, For those that listen to the podcast or come across it, it will be, you know, conversation that may help other people with things that they got going on in in life or just food for thought topics, something for people to listen to while they're at work or in the car, at the gym. Just try to, you know, use 15 or 20 minutes and just take some time to reflect, go over different things that may be bothering me, good, bad, whatever. And for those that are listening, if you find it useful, let me know in the comment section. If you want me to hit that I respectfully disagree button, I disagree. let me know in the comment section. Or if you want to have an extended conversation on some of the things that I may talk about, then again, reach out to me and we'll get it cracking. So with that being said, um... I need everybody to go out and hit that uh, subscribe button. As you all know, I'm on the road to 500 subscribers, and I am currently at 485. So I'm only 15 away, and hopefully we can hit that goal by the end of the year. So like I said, this is going to be episode one of, like I said, I'm going to title it Just Thinking Out Loud. And today's conversation is going to be centered around a meme that I saw on the Internet. And oftentimes I just share things just to be sharing them. Sometimes they're relatable. Sometimes, like I said, it may be something for other people to just kind of get their wheels turning, create dialogue and just go back and forth. But oftentimes, like I said, I'll I'll share things and. You know, of course, it's not 100 percent relatable, but then again, there are times where it 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 hits home and it just so happens that this is one of the stat, uh, the memes or whatever that hit home for me. And it's crazy because it was some of the conversations that I've been having with my wife or whatever. And I'm going to read it and I'll be sure to post the meme beside the video when I upload it on YouTube. But it says people are making the most they've ever made, but are the brokest they've ever been. And that's not normal. So when I read that, it just, it, it hit different. And I'm saying that because these are conversations that I've already had, you know, whether I'm venting to my wife or having conversation with some of my peers and things like that. But it's like, 
I don't know what is going on in this in this world today. And everybody just kind of, you know, has used all the excuses. Oh, the economy, inflation, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if it's because, you know, we're stuck in this Internet era where you look on social media, you look on TV and you're constantly seeing people spending money or living their life as if everything is fine, you know, going on trips, large purchases with uh, material things. So to the average person, it looks like life is just going on as usual. But in reality, the housing market is bad. The automobile industry is bad. <laughs> Life in general, man. Utilities, uh, groceries. Like, I was telling my wife, it's crazy to me that, you know, we're we're both doing okay for ourselves. At least I feel like, you know, 15 years ago, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing better than I was 15 years ago. So, I'm saying to myself... Why does it feel like I'm still in the same condition that I was 15 years ago? Now, granted, I know I do have some spending habits and things that I've cut back on. Like, I've had no choice but to cut back on it. And it's just a lot of stupid spending, buying sneakers and been going to the casino a lot or sports betting and things like that. Just recreational stuff. But it's like... Why do I feel like we're we're still where we were years ago, even though we're well off? You know what I'm saying? So when I read that that status and it's like, this is the most money we've ever made, but this is the brokest we've ever been. And it's like, at times I feel that way. It's like, dude, like my goal in life was not to have to live check to check, so to speak. But it's like, do people really have the opportunity to save a substantial amount of money as they're working? You know, everybody keeps saying, hey, you need to be putting away a, a safety net or this and that so that if anything ever happens or you fall on hardships in life, then you got this safety net that you can, you know, fall back on. But it's like, how many people out there really have that, that luxury to actually save? And that's why I'm saying it's like, I'm a family of five. And I know how much food my kids consume and things like that. So it's like, a regular trip to the grocery store now where you might have been able to spend 200 bucks, stock your house up for a week or two snacks, uh, things for dinner, you know, so you can meal prep, get your meals together. Where now $200 ain't going to get you a third of the things that you're accustomed to buying. And it's like, you know, we just went to Sam's club last weekend and by the time we got, you know, water, Tide Pods, uh, lunch meat 
for, you know, the kids to take for their lunches. Uh, what else? I said little snacks and things like that. And it's like, we didn't even have a cart full and it came to like 190 bucks. And I'm saying that these are just household items. We got some uh, plug-ins, air fresheners, you know what I'm saying? Like little miscellaneous items. Like it wasn't even necessarily $200 worth of groceries. It was just 200 bucks worth of household goods. And for us, it's like, we're thinking that we're going to Sam's to get a bargain. But in reality, it's like, <laughs> you're gonna have to turn around and go back to the store again this week so you're prepared for next week so it's like life is just we're in a weird space right now and that's why i was just like you know when i read that i saw a lot of the comments and things you know people on my friends list were commenting and it was just like man like i thought it was just me i thought it was just me and it's like nah man like we all going through it and you know, my wife and I both <laughs> have respectable careers. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a teacher. I work full time. You know, I'm I'm doing well off for myself. But it's like, I can't imagine being a single parent in this economy. I can't imagine having to, to thrive and survive off of one income. Because it's like, you know, we're 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 content with two you know we're we're making it work it's like you know if push comes to shove it's like a lot of the miscellaneous things that that we enjoy you know we would have to scale back on if things were really bad you know i just bought a pair of jordans last week you know i went and got the cherry 12s and it's like should i have bought them maybe not but it's one of those things where it's like hey you know I haven't bought any in a while, so I I went out on a limb and, and done that for myself. But it's like everybody don't have that luxury. Like some people have to make life decisions on do I provide for my kids this week or do I pay for the cable bill or do I pay, you know, the electric and things like that or I need this money for gas to get around until I get paid again. And it's like this is – real life stuff that people are dealing with but somehow some way when you look on social media everybody's going on trips everybody's clubbing everybody's partying everybody's riding around in expensive cars everybody's doing all of these things as if nothing else is going on around them and it's like it bothers me and that's why sometimes I sit around and I, I think to myself and it's like, where did this generation go wrong? Because I also saw a post this morning that was like this generation of people grew up being told that if you go to college, that's how you're going to earn money and you're going to have a career and the more education you have, the well off you're going to be in life and things like that. And don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's somewhat true in a sense. And this is where I lose most people and I'll go ahead and hit the button for those that may not agree, I disagree. but I feel like for me going to college was a waste of time. And I know oftentimes, you know, I used to say that to my parents and they would kind of hit me with this 
crazy look like I was talking foolish or sounded dumb because, you know, they were also one of those, that, that generation that was like, when they got out of school, you had to have a trade, you know what I'm saying? Or you went straight into the workforce. Both of my parents worked factory jobs. So it was like, you know, you're getting up, going to do a job that you didn't necessarily want to do every day. So you're encouraging your kids to stay in school, go get an education, go get a career so you don't have to work in these type of environments, you know, factory work, you know, labor, coming home hurting as you grow old, all of that labor that you've done eventually affects your body and things like that. So guess what? Stay in school, go get an education. But the older I got and I'm going through, you know, college and it's like I didn't even want to be there. But I was told that this is the process that I had to follow in order to make it in life. Well, now, you know, based on this post that I was reading, it was like. Um, matter of fact, I ain't even going to paraphrase. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, see here. It says millennials, millennials hold 4.8% of all wealth. There are now 40 year old millennials. I'm one year removed from being 40 at the same age. Generation X had 9% of wealth. Boomers had 21%. It says the largest generation in history did what the system told them to do and became the most educated in history. Now they are the poorest in history. So once again, thinking out loud, food for thought, these are conversations that I've again had with my peers and, you know, sitting around venting to my wife and things like that. And it's like, I felt like college was a waste of time. If you don't know for sure what it is that you want to do, or you don't have a career already picked out, then you better not waste too much time playing around because the real world will humble you quick. And those are one of the things that I had to face in life because it's like school was easy for me. It's not necessarily that I was uh, a nerd or a bookworm and things like that. It was just like, it was just easy. Like read the material. The The test is going to be damn near identical to what you're reading. Excuse me, I had to get a drink. So just be prepared to regurgitate it right back on a piece of paper. And you'll get an A every time. Like, that was always my thought process. It's like, literally, if you read the chapters, the chapters have, you know, a title. You know, this is history. We're talking about Egypt today. So the first thing you're going to talk about is what is a pharaoh? What are the pyramids? What's the largest river? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it almost felt like everything was in bold. This is what they're going to test you on. Like it's literally separated into chapters, topics rather. And it's like, as soon as I sit down and look at this test, it's like, okay, what is a Pharaoh? Boom, 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 boom. Pyramids. Boom, 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 boom. 
what is uh how did the Egyptians speak or what language and what did they write on stone blah 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 hieroglyphic blah 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 what's the largest river the Nile blah 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 and it's like in my mind growing up I'm like how the hell could anybody not pass this like I always used to wonder I was like oh man this shit is easy but then it's like okay I got to college wanted to do uh computer science realized how hard it was and what all you had to do to get a degree in that. and then it's like no nah, I don't want no smoke I don't want no parts of that. So then I just kept changing majors, like literally on some Van Wilder shit. And before you knew it, almost two whole years had went by and I hadn't declared a major. So then I go into business. Those classes are too hard. I don't feel like studying. I don't feel like doing this and doing that. So I changed my major again, all the way to the point to where I'm going to meet with my advisor. And they're like, you know, what do you want to do in life? Like, what are what is your goal? What is your this and that? And it's like, I don't even have no answer. I'm just here because basically everybody told me this is what you got to do in life to get money. And sure enough, it's like, okay, I, I go through the process. I graduate and I don't necessarily have a career. Like it wasn't a career driven path. Whereas my wife always knew she wanted to be a teacher. She went to school and done what she had to do. So as soon as she got out, her career is waiting for her. So that's what I'm saying. It's like this generation of people followed what they were told. Go to school, get an education. You're going to make all this money, blah, 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 blah. But I also have a lot of peers that went through that. And now they're trying to figure out life because you're just out here. Like you have no direction. You have no idea what it is that you even want to do. You have no idea what interests you. And now I feel like we're in the same situation that our parents were in, except for guess what? They were in a factory doing work that they didn't want to do. Now we're in a corporate setting doing work that we don't want to do. So you wake up every day and you're still miserable you're still having to force yourself to do things simply so you can survive, so you can take care of your family, take care of the kids, provide, put food on the table and things like that. But it's like you start questioning, like, why am I even doing this? I thought life was supposed to be different. So that's why I'm saying it's like it's so many factors that plays into we're making the most money that we've ever made, but we're broke but we're the brokest that we've ever been. And I, I, I truly feel that way in, in more ways than one, not even necessarily just money. It's like people's spirits are broken. Like renting a home yet alone, trying to go buy a home right now because interest rates and things are historically high. But just being able to go rent, like, it's hard, man. Like, people are having to spend twelve to $1,500 in Kentucky for rent just so they can, you know, provide some form of stability for their families, for their kids. And it's like, 10 years ago, you're like, man, you, you paying that much, man. You should be paying for 
you know, that's a mortgage. Like, a mortgage and a car payment. <laughs> like, in the fact that people are having to come up with this type of money just to afford rent. And most of these jobs, they're not even wanting to give people the wages and things that they deserve based on how the economy is going. So it's like you have all of these companies that's squeezing all of their associates for everything that they can get out of them. But every year we have to, you know, at the beginning of the year, we have to see how all of these companies set record breaking, you know, uh, astronomical numbers in terms of their returns and their gains. And it's like this CEO made the most that they've ever made. Nike done this and Reebok done that. And you know what I'm saying? It's like people are still spending money. People are still needing services that are making all of these CEOs and things wealthy. But in return, they're not giving the people who helped them obtain all of this wealth the wages that they deserve. So it's like, what's really going on out here? And it's like, when you start sitting back thinking and wondering and and questioning all of this, you're just like, where did I go wrong at in life? When in reality, you didn't go wrong. Like you, you, you literally did everything that most instructed you to do but you still feel like you're not seeing the the fruits of your labor. So it's one of those things where it's like, what's next? Because you're almost crazy to try to go get a house in this market right now. We're in the search of getting a new vehicle, even though I just got a new vehicle, like, almost two years ago. I didn't want to be stuck with another car payment, but it looks like we're going to have to get another car. And it's like, I'm dreading it because it's like, it's not worth it. Everything. Like, of course you want to blame COVID or whatnot, but it's like, and I know this is kind of off topic or whatever. And I don't want to get political or whatnot, but it's like you turn on the news and you're constantly seeing our government making proposals and things to constantly keep sending money elsewhere. You're trying to help fund a war and provide aid and this and then I get it. You know, that's, that's the United States MO. Like everybody can lean on us in their time of need or whatnot. History has shown that, but it's like, man, your, your own citizens, U S citizens are barely making it, man. Barely getting by check to check. Homeless people, you know, you ride around Louisville and like it's it's heartbreaking to see some of the things that you see just riding around in the car, just trying to get from your kids school to a basketball game or whatnot. And it's just like. This country, in my opinion, is in a bad shape. But yet again, with social media you you feel like damn like <laughs> where did I go wrong in life if people are still able to go out and party and spend all this money diamonds jewelry cars and I get it those are all material things so trust me when I say like I'm not looking at those people that have those things and sitting around and wishing that I could have them as well 
It's just simply the illusion that everybody in the entertainment world is well off, whereas your working class people are struggling. Like, to me, everything is backwards. And it's like the Internet gives you this sensation that wealth is so easily obtainable and that all I got to do is turn on this camera and be silly for the Internet and this and that. And I'm just going to be rich and all of life's problems are going to be solved. And it's like, that's simply not true. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you're, you're looking up and it's like the government is constantly sending money elsewhere when that money can be kept in house to help the people here. Because it's like you constantly want to point your finger at people that have less than others are less fortunate and say that they're responsible for their bad choices in life. Like if you're homeless, if you're poor, you had every opportunity that I had. And it's like, I don't necessarily agree with that either. So every I don't feel like everybody has the same opportunity and after this I'm gone it's like life in my opinion <laughs> you almost have to have a little bit of luck involved you know things just happen to go in your favor because I know plenty of people that that work and did everything that they could possibly do to earn their way in life but for whatever reason they just keep hitting a bad streak and you get set back. So then that's when people start feeling like a failure, feeling like, you know, they don't have no purpose in life when that's simply not true. You've done everything that you were supposed to do. So why are you not given some of the same opportunities? So that's my uh, thinking out loud piece today. And it's just, you know, me wanting to reflect on some of the things that I read on, on my comment section you know, people, you know, sharing, you know, some of the hardships and things that they're going through just to try to provide. And trust me, we all in this together, man. We all got to figure it out. That's why I said as much as I enjoy, you know, betting on sports, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm I'm making tickets to where, man, I'm trying to quit working. Shit. I got a ticket today for a dollar that's worth 200000 Miracles do happen. That's why I keep telling my wife. I'm like, miracles do happen. So, yeah, I, I may gamble a lot, but at the end of the day, I don't feel like I'm too reckless with it to where I'm, you know, putting my livelihood at risk or whatnot. But, hey, let one of these miracles happen. I'm telling you, I ain't got to worry about a new car or none of that. But um, y'all let me know what, what how y'all feeling about what's going on out here in this world, man, as it pertains to just life groceries utilities man all of our bills and stuff keep going up man my cable bill is almost three hundred dollars a month and we don't even watch tv but it's like i gotta have the internet and stuff for my job since i work for from work from home but it's like you know what are the alternatives i hear other people talk about how they you know use this app or they get internet from here and it's like if I, if i don't have the fastest internet then i can't do my job so it's like I don't necessarily want to say I'm stuck <laughs> with Spectrum, but it's like, you know, I have to have it to do my job. I have to have, the, you know, the 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 fastest Internet and things like that quality. But 300 bucks a month, man, it's like, come on, bro. Like something's got to give. And it's like if we have a two income household 
and we're feeling like this at times. Again, I, I can't imagine what a single parent or someone that's retired and elderly is going through. You know what I'm saying? Like you worked all your life and now you're using all your retirement or social security and things like that just to barely make ends meet. And it's like, I've seen my family go through that. So y'all let me know your thoughts. Um, moving forward, these uh, thinking out loud pieces are not going to be, you know, 30 minutes long. Like I said, I just want to keep it around 15 to 20 minutes just to give somebody, you know, something just to listen to, you know, briefly. So it doesn't come off as a, uh, a bunch of rambling, just food for thought. Y'all let me know in the comment section how y'all feel, what some of the things that, you know, you wish would change or how is it going to change? Because it's like, in my opinion, is it can't go backwards. I don't see how, you know, if all the prices and things have gone up and people are just making a way, I can't imagine, you know, living conditions where all of a sudden, you walk in the store and a pack of bacon is no longer $9. It's back down to $5 or $4. Like people have shown that they're willing to spend $9 for a pack of bacon. So greed and capitalism at its finest. <laughs> if I'm in the bacon industry, uh, heck no, I'm not agreeing to lower my prices because people have already been paying $9 for a pack of bacon. So it's like, where do we go from here? And if a lot of these uh, employers are outsourcing their work, sending it all over the place to other people for lower wages, meanwhile, they're bringing in, you know, record numbers at the end of the year, then where does that leave your U.S. citizens or, you know, your employees in terms of finding quality work just to maintain? So in my opinion... I feel like the United States is, man, we, we heading on a, on a bad path. Many may not agree. Many may think it's foolish, but it's like the evidence is there. The evidence has always been there. But guess what? When COVID hit and those stimulus and things went out, instead of people being wise with it, people continue to take trips, flood <laughs> uh, other people's pockets, and now they're trying to get all of that money back. And we see who's being hurt by it, who it impacts the most. So that's my uh, thinking out loud piece for today. Y'all be sure to hit that like, share, subscribe. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend. I need 15 subscribers, man. So if y'all listening to this, man, tell somebody to go uh, subscribe to the I Respectfully Disagree podcast. Help your boy get to 500 so I can see what the next step is. Trying to reach all these goals, man. Hopefully I can retire off this podcast. Oh, no, excuse me. Retire from work and just do the podcast. It might be a goal, man. I'm a communications major. I got a communications degree and don't even use it. Maybe this is my calling. So y'all make sure y'all hit that subscribe button, man. We out. Ass toasted. No competition. Amisha Coastal. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. Class.